Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by Audible, Casper, and Squarespace. This week not brought to you by John Reisinger, who's missing. <laughs> I'm John! I don't know yeah, what five o'clock means! <laughs> we should bring the puppet back out. Why did I think of that? Uh, I'm no Gus. No one would even miss him. Uh, I'm John. I'm Barbara. I'm Becca. And I'm Gus. Uh, yeah, so normally Barbara and I were talking about this before we started uh, the podcast live stream. And like I'm of the opinion where I send out a cal like I've, we've talked about this with Gavin before. I send out that calendar invite. People know what time it is. Like I'm not going to hold Especially them. Especially if they accept I'm it. Not gonna, right. I'm not going to babysit them. And uh, this time I was like, like at 4:55, I was like, I should text John. So, <laughs> so did he forget, or was he just running late? Period. He, he said he forgot the podcast. Is he like off site? Did he? Le- he did said he go he's been home? on vacation. He I think oh. took a couple weeks off because his significant other is in town. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So I think uh, he he had other things on the mind. So he'll be here soon. So uh, save all your John shit talking for uh, for when he actually does show up. That well, you could start now. I mean, if you want. I don't want to get all the good ones out of out of my system yet. Yeah, he'll this give us true. new material once he arrives. Though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he'll give everyone new material when he arrives. Man. Just his presence. So and I love uh, John. I, I was I was telling Becca about this earlier. I had so I'm sure everyone knows. Uber and Lyft left Austin. That's like the one thing anyone knows about Austin is there's no Uber and there's no Lyft. And we have like these shitty replacements for it, right? Some of them are not so bad. What's your preferred one? Ride Austin. I haven't used that one. Ride Austin is, I don't know if you've used it either, but they basically made the interface look exactly like Uber. The, The good part about it, though, is that you could choose to round up all your rides and donate that extra amount to like a local charity. Yeah, Ride Austin's a nonprofit, right? I think, yeah. Which is cool. So if it's like if your ride's like fifteen dollars and sixty cents, you could round up to sixteen bucks, and the forty cents goes to like I chose like Austin sisters. Film Society. It's oh, kind did of you? Like self rewarding in a way. You're yeah. just paying yourself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did a uh, Big Brothers and Sisters of Austin. Well, you were a better person than me. A little bit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Do you have any you prefer, Becca? I like Ride too. Okay, I guess I got to try that one. So during South by, I normally don't use these services very often because you know I, I don't leave my house all that often. But during South by, I was like, all right. No Uber. I got to get downtown to Rainy Street. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. I'm going to I'm gonna order a fare. What would you have to go to Rainy Street for? I had to go to some meetings down there. So I was at work. It was during the day. So I had to go with uh, with uh, TPG. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I called the fare, or I ordered the fare on my phone. Uh, it's like, your driver, Miriam, is driving a Buick Enclave. We'll be there in three minutes or whatever. Like, all right, fine, fine. Uh, I see a Buick Enclave come and pull in, you know, over here to the lot. I'm like, okay, that's probably it. And I open the door and it's like a dude driving. And I, and, and I look at the car again and the license plate doesn't match. You don't know that Miriam's a dude's name? <laughs> well, the, and the dude did not look like the Miriam <laughs> you get like in the, in the app. And I looked and I was like, the license plate doesn't match. And he looks at me and he goes, Gustavo? I was like, yes. Miriam? And he's like, are you going to Rainy Street? I was like, yes. It's like, I guess this is my car. Then he's like, oh, yeah, I got the the plates on the car switched out. Uh, haven't updated it yet. That's weird. And I was like, well, that's not the first thing you I noticed. You should like, did you get something else switched out, <laughs> so, if you know what I'm saying? So I got in the car. The guy was fine. He was actually really cool, really nice guy. We got us down there really fast. So that was generally a positive experience, aside from, like, the weirdness at the very beginning. And then, you know, we wrap up our meetings and everything down there. I'm like, all right, I'm going to call another one. We'll, we'll head back up there. So uh, we, since we're at Rainy Street, we have to go to that IHOP over there, like at Cesar Chavez in 35, and we're right there in the parking lot. I, I call the fair, and he's on the other side of the river on the Congress Bridge. Okay. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's going to take him forever to get here, especially during South. I said to come up and cut down Cesar Chavez. Like, whatever. So we're, we're there waiting, and uh, he pulls up, and uh, at, at this time, like, I had to get on a conference call. So I was like, I get in the car, and I'm like, I'm really sorry. I've got to jump on a call. 
uh, I don't mean to be rude. He's like, oh, no, it's fine. Take your call. So like, I, I pick up my phone. I get on the call. And we're in the IHOP parking lot. We haven't even left the fucking parking lot yet. And he's already like honking at someone and like swerving around them all crazy. Uh, I'm like, okay, this is, this is going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be this kind of ride. So we pull out into Cesar Chavez and we have to get north on the 35. So you know you're supposed to get in that left lane uh, mm -hmm. yeah. to go. He gets in the correct lane, but I guess the lane was going too slow for him. So he gets over to like try to get ahead and then cut over. But of course, like he doesn't make it over. So we end up going east. Oh, no. like we miss our turn like oh fuck and i can't say anything because i'm on the phone yeah and so we're like circling back through the neighborhoods we get out onto the access road again but he can't get over into the lane that's supposed to get us onto the highway so he's like in a right turn only lane at a red light the light turns green so he floors it Ugh. and uh we cut in front of everyone get on the highway right in front of a cop so <laughs> the cop puts on his lights no and way. pulls us over i'm like motherfucker <laughs> So we're like on 35, like we were pulled over on 35. The cop's like talking to him and I'm on the phone. The cop comes over. It's like, do you know why I pulled you over? The driver, I can hear driver's like, yeah, you know, I was in the right turn lane. I accelerated. Cop looks at his registration. He's like, your registration's also six months expired. Oh my God. Like, oh, what the, what the fuck? What a fucking winner. Yeah. So then the cop How about goes them back. background checks? Yeah. yeah. The cop goes, yeah, great, right? Thanks, the fair. cop goes back to uh, start writing the ticket and uh, the driver like turns off the, the fare meter or whatever. And he turns back and he tells us like, hey, you know, I'm turning the meter off. I don't want you guys to have to pay because I got pulled over. I'm like, all right, whatever. So then uh, we, he, he, the cop writes him his ticket. We take off. Uh, oh, you didn't like get out of the car and get, I guess you're on we the side We were on 35. Like, highway, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't get off. It was like where um, the exit for downtown is because they closed it for 6th Street. Yeah. So it's like there wasn't even a shoulder. We were literally in a lane that's closed. Wow. Um. So then he uh, starts taking us back and he's like grumbling and all pissed off about this ticket. I finally get off the phone and he's like, yeah, you know, that stupid ticket. Now I lost all the money I made. I was going to make today. Got to pay this thing. I'm like, all right, all right. You know, sorry, that sucks. I mean, and I didn't say it, but I was like, it's your own fault. You're yeah, driving totally. like an asshole out here. Uh, and then he comes to drop us off here at stage five. And he's like, hey, uh, you know, I lost all my money because of that ticket. Uh, I turned the meter off for you. So if you give me a big tip on that fair i would really appreciate it i was like oh my god what the fuck is wrong with How this guy dare you so then no. i was so mad i was like all right sure then he drives off and of course whatever and i opened a ticket with fair like i signed up for a fucking account on their website to open a ticket to complain about how shitty this experience was this was on march 15th yeah they replied to it right now before we started the <laughs> podcast like five minutes ago are you serious? It took that long for them to reply to it. They were like, we're working oh, sorry. through the South we, by yeah, we, backlog. We, yeah, we yeah, get probably. a lot of requests during South by Southwest. And, and all of our drivers are independent contractors. We can't vet them all. Like, what, what the fuck are you saying to me? So like, is, that's the whole reason, like, there was this Uber, that yeah. Uber Lyft left was the whole background check idea. Yeah, what does Fair and Fast and all those companies do then if, I don't if know. doesn't the government have to now give them background checks or some shit like that? I, Isn't I that know. the whole... I, I told them that this guy should not be driving. The guy had anger management issues. I was like, this guy has like a serious temper, like there's something that needs to be addressed. He needs help. And uh, he should not be driving a yeah. car with people in it and taking their money and then guilt tripping them for big tips. It's funny because during South By, I had one of the best rideshare experiences of my life. It's probably not the same guy. <laughs> I, I know. Definitely not. Um, it was like one of the best rides I've ever been on. It was this guy who was like a bit older, probably in his like mid 60s. And he was talking to me. He's like, so where are you from? Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm moving to Hawaii soon, and I was like, well, "Why are you moving to Hawaii?" And then he proceeds to tell me the story about how he used to live in Hawaii when he was a teenager, and met this girl and fell in love with her, 
and just like how we always had this like really amazing spark with her and how we always felt there was like something cosmic going on with them. But then he ended up having to move back to the States and just lost touch with her. Ended up getting married, was married for 33 years, had three kids. Um, and then he and his wife decided to get a divorce after that. And his kids are all like adults and everything and moving on. And then one day he was just sitting at home and he started thinking about this girl he met in Hawaii. And he said, well, I wonder, Jeez, I wonder. It must have been like forever ago. Like so much time must have passed. So mm-hmm. much time. Well, I mean, over yeah. 35 years probably. And maybe even 40. Um, and he said that he didn't have her on Facebook. He He didn't know how to contact her. No social media or anything like that. But then he started thinking that maybe her mom was still alive and like older people tend to have landlines. So he oh looked God. up he looked up this uh, this woman's phone number, called her up, left a message and said, "I know I'm looking to contact your daughter. It's me, blah blah blah. We met, you know, 40 years ago or whatever it was. I might be slightly crazy." <laughs> and then and then he said he left his phone number and then he said that an hour passed and he got a text that said be still my heart. Oh, and it was that woman. And he said that they started talking and then he decided that he was going to move to Hawaii and get married to her. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds like the plot of a movie. Yeah, I know. Totally. I was in the backseat like this. And then he like, shows up oh and they're both God. shadows and shells of what they <laughs> used to be. They're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, kind of depressing on that part. But no, he showed me a, a photo of what she looks like now and I'm like, Damn, I see why you want to go to Hawaii to marry this girl. She's hot, even now. So that was nice. a beautiful moment. That is beautiful. My worst, I have a bad one. It was in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I was I was traveling on business and I was like right out in the suburbs. And apparently there's some rule where like taxis that are based in Chicago can't pick people up and like take them to the suburbs or something like okay. you, can, you can do one, but not the other. So I was in the suburbs and it was within their rules where they could pick me up and take me into Chicago. Okay. So I had called an Uber. It was like my first time ever using Uber. This was a long time ago. And um, so my Uber driver was taking forever. Super late. I get tired because I'm like traveling for business. I have to be there at a certain time. So I give up on him. And there's a cab in the hotel little roundabout. I'm like, I'm just going to get in the car with this guy. Cancel my Uber. As I'm getting in the taxi, my Uber pulls up. Oh, no. And he's like, hey, you're my person. And they get in a fight. They are screaming at each other over who I'm going to get a ride with. And I get spooked and freaked out. Like, my Uber driver seems crazy. So I'm like, I'm going to get in the taxi. Yeah. He starts. Things are bad when the taxi driver is uh, the the more rational one. one, So he starts driving me. I get a phone call from the Uber driver screaming at me. Like, just being like, you bitch, I wasted my time on you. Just going off. I'm like, all right. Already a bad day. This is a weird experience. Then my taxi driver runs a stop sign, gets pulled over, has an outstanding warrant. And is arrested. Oh, God. And I am stranded on the side of the road and then had to call another car. Please tell me the Uber that came was not I was the so same. scared oh, it was going to be the same guy. So I didn't, I didn't do Uber. I called it taxi service. I was like, wow. I can't, I'm not going through this again. This is insane. I finally show up like an hour late. I'm like, you guys would not believe. It was just, yeah, it was crazy. That happened to me with a taxi too where this was before Uber even existed. And I called a taxi and I was waiting for them for about 45 minutes and they didn't show up. So I called another taxi and that taxi showed up at the same fucking time as the original taxi <laughs> showed up. How and then they, they started arguing too of just like, no, you're like, I, I was coming to get you. I came all the way. And I'm like, yeah, but you took fucking 45 minutes. And this guy showed up within five minutes. I'm going to get in this guy's car. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Oh, yep. my God. Oh, and he charged me like a, a skipped fare. I saw it pop up like $25. Of I course. contested it. Uber was very nice about it. but. 
Yeah. What a piece of that shit. Real shitty. One time at, it must have been like the second or third PAX East. We had, like we encountered something similar with those laws where like you can only pick up and drop off. We were at the hotel in Boston. And I remember exactly who was there. I know Bernie and I were there and there were some other people. And uh, we were going to go to dinner. So we were standing outside of the front of the hotel, like kind of just talking, figuring out what we needed to do. And there was like a guy with like a town car, like a black car, you know, there. And he's like, hey, uh, you guys need a ride? We're like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, we're trying to already go for dinner. He's like, hey, I'll, I'll give you all a ride, you know, get in. Like, all right. So we get in this car. We drive literally like 10 feet. Then a cop pulls us over. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the cop walks up and it's like, uh, like to the driver says, you know, you can't just pick people up. No way. The, the, then the cop looks at us and goes, did you call for a car? Did you call for a car service? Or did this guy just ask you if you wanted a ride? We were like, uh, he asked if he wanted a ride. The cop was like, yeah, y'all need to get out. He can't do that. Oh my God. So yeah, the, I, I, like, so we, we had to like get out and then like figure out what we were doing somewhere else. I guess if oh it's a God. hired car, you have to call them. They can't just ask you if you want to ride and pick you up. I didn't realize that was a law or anything like that. Where was it? Pax that was, East? That was at Boston. Was it a, a, a city thing or is that, I don't know. Because I've done that at airports. Like I've been in a long taxi line and some dude in a sketchy minivan is like, you want to ride? I'm like, sure. Yeah. I don't want to stay on this line in the cold. And I text people as info in case I die. But <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that was not a real black car. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and I, then they charge you like 200 bucks or something <laughs> like that. I had to do that in in Vegas once. I was uh, like going to miss my flight. There was a really long taxi line and like no taxis there. <laughs> it's like something, it's, it's like some weird thing. A guy pulls up in a limo and gets out and the limo driver like stands up, looks at the line and goes, does anybody want to get in the limo? And like nobody moves. I'm at the very back of this long line. And I was so like, I walk up to him like, how much more is it to take this instead of a taxi to the airport? He's like, oh, it's only like 10 bucks more. I was like, okay, yeah, let's go. Let's go, let's yeah, go to the yeah. airport right now. You should have taken some people with you. <laughs> <laughs> the sheep, they didn't want to get out of line. Yeah, that's true. They, I mean, if you could split the fare, how many people can you fit in a limo? Like 10? It depends, like a conventional like Lincoln town it car? It was like a stretch one, like oh, a stupid then, one. With the, like, the benches? Yeah. Oh, man. Party Did you mode. say the bitches or the benches? The bitches. <laughs> and there the were, bitches. On the there bitches. were no bitches in this limo. <laughs> it's not a good limo then. There were some benches. The good limos always have bitches in them. I think we shared our first limo experience together, didn't we? It was that same trip, I think. Yeah. I was like, that sounds really familiar. Yeah, it was yeah. like later when I was leaving, yeah. getting, on the airport, uh, getting to the airport. What were you guys doing there? Getting married. No. Gus and Esther were renewing their vows. It was your first anniversary, right? It was first right? wedding anniversary in 07. Yeah. So I, I went out <laughs> I to Vegas. Said, I was seven. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I was like... no. Yeah, we went and we got, uh, we got, <laughs> we got our vows renewed by, uh, Elvis. by, by Elvis in Vegas. My, I've never laughed so hard. My face hurt so bad from just smiling. I felt like a cheese ball, but it was just so awkward and funny. During the vows? Yeah. Well, it was. I it should was, find that photo. It was I, mean, I, have a, I have a photo of all of us with uh, with Elvis. I have a lot. I have one on my fridge of just Elvis and me. He was good. I think he was in one of those State Farm commercials. Like, remember, there's that State Farm commercial where like uh, it's like not the real thing. Where like uh, yeah, like Elvis comes out to like help them with their car insurance. And there's like two of them. I think one of those Elvises was the one. Really, from he was the, good. From he was pretty good. Yeah. My mom tried to hire him actually uh, for my wedding, but she ended up getting Rat Pack impersonator impersonators. They were good. Yeah, they were like I we got like, like a step up. Only two of them though. We got the the budget rate. <laughs> I don't remember you, which. You ones. had um, Frank Sinatra. Sinatra, I remember. And was Dean it? Martin? Yeah, I think it was Dean Martin. You yeah. also had. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to your wedding. I guess I, didn't, yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, so. that was in Vegas too, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. I wanted to come to that, but I had no money at the time, and I couldn't <laughs> fly myself out to Vegas. And I was just like, have fun. 
Didn't you see someone famous like come? Yeah. So our reception was at Caesars and next door in the convention center, they were doing a press junket for the Hangover 2, maybe three. It was two. Two. Um, So, you know, there were like sightings of the cast all around all day, but I guess they wrapped up their little session and popped their heads in at my reception to see what was going on. Oh my God. I looked up and Bradley Cooper was like just standing there in my wedding reception. Then everyone chased him and he ran away. Were you like, see ya, Michael? Yeah. (laughs) And then like, Zach Galifianakis walked by and told us congratulations. And you got really close to Heather Graham, right? You like saw her right away. Yeah, because for some reason I left the ceremony part Mm -hmm. and I got to the reception part really quickly, like before everyone else. They were standing, Esther and I were standing there in the hall and I was, someone was walking down the hallway. He's like, man, that woman's really beautiful. And she walks like right from him like, oh, that's Heather Graham. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Why is she so beautiful? She's tiny, like, really small are really small in person that's what someone said recently it was i thought it was really funny they're like all the actors you see in real life are at three-quarter scale yeah well like bob odenkirk who plays a saul from breaking bad Mm -hmm. he apparently is like five foot five no way yeah and like very very skinny someone said they saw him in person he was just like a little teeny tiny man that's so crazy i remember seeing rosario dawson at the first comic-con i ever went to and she was just like this big around yeah like you look so healthy on camera. It adds ten pounds, <laughs> yeah. I guess, right? It's all it's all about the lens. You remember that uh that animated gif that that guy made, like of selfies using different lenses? I didn't see that now. And it just shows like how how the lenses distort the way you look in your yeah. face. And uh, he looks like totally different uh, from one end to the other. Do you find that Snapchat the like <laughs> the way you look on a Snapchat front facing camera? is like uglier than a normal front-facing camera. And I think it's because they oh want you God. to use yeah. the filters. I'm always like, oh, oh God. Yeah. Bring on the giant eyes and glowing skin. I think they do that on purpose. Unless they I just like, do. really don't know what I look like. We're just so used to seeing glamorized <laughs> versions of ourselves. I hate when, and I'm sure this has been talked to death, but like when you launch like Snapchat or your camera on your phone and, and the like front-facing this. camera comes on and you're not expecting and it, you're this? like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so brutal. It's never like a flattering angle. Can't wait for the screen. You know what I always think about when I see that is like, that's what you look like when you're having sex. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that. Anytime you're on top of someone, it's just like. (laughs) (laughs) There's not a lot of flattering angles for women during that act. No. I wouldn't. It's okay. Yeah. Is it? I'm sure it's fine. So we just cut a a hole in a sheet. It's fine. Um, So we can finally talk about the fact that you all got tattooed by Jeff. We did. That uh, the the tattoo documentary finally came out. I think people have been spotting Barbara's mark every now and then. People latched onto that pretty quickly. I didn't try to hide it. And there was a few times where like I'd post a picture from us on the set of Always Open or like a different show. And I saw like a few comments being like, is that a tattoo? And then some people just thinking that I drew on myself with a pen or that it was like a piece of string that had landed on my arm weirdly. (laughs) But no, it's a it's a little bird. I thought the uh, the documentary was very kind to uh, Jeff's final artistic talent. Oh yeah, like they, <laughs> they definitely did not show a close up of my final product at all. It's uh, I saw a photo of it and I started laughing. It's it was so supposed to be bad. what the cattle brand or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most awkward spot. Oh, there it is. Where, oh, <laughs> where, where even? There you go. Kinda. <laughs> Great. This is so difficult. <laughs> yeah, you are flexible. Yeah, um, I am not. I can't do that. Yeah, he, uh, he he tried to get me to do it. He said, 
I think it's in the documentary. He said all all he has to do is trace. Like I knew. He yeah, couldn't even see, trace. what I totally underestimated was how much Jeff's hands shake because yeah. he's a raging alcoholic. You know? <laughs> but yeah, it was just like, like a, you know, those squiggle wiggle writers. Yeah, like, like that. Yeah, he immediately I, was like, "I'm, I'm so sorry." I thought it would be fine for me because a he traced this from someone else who drew it, and it's just two curves. That's it. It's teeny tiny. But somehow he still managed to make it. Well, he got halfway there. Oh, yeah. One well, of the wings is good. One of the wings is good. But the the it's funny the tattoo artist that was there with him, kind of like monitoring everything. He gave me his card after he's like, "Come by the studio. I'll, I'll fix that up for you." <laughs> he felt some personal responsibility for unleashing Jeff mm -hmm. on you. Probably. But I'm I'm still happy I did it. It was a cool experience. Yeah, it's a great story. That's your first one, but you have other ones, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. my ninth one or something. You can see one on her arm right there, little bird type thing. Three on my arm. Oh, a couple on your arm. Oh right, yeah. Where's the you're, third? You're all tattooed. Oh, there. On. Like a criminal. Yep. <laughs> What's your biggest regret tattoo wise? What's the one you you hate the most? The sublime one, no doubt. You have a sublime tattoo. Yeah. It's a. It's on my calf here. It's like it was my first tattoo. Oh wow! <laughs> and I got it there because I was like. I never wear skirts or anything. Um, it's a cool looking I, tattoo though. It's like, I mean, it's really old at this point. It's getting all bleedy, but I'm certainly not going to get it touched up. And it's <laughs> it's so colorful that it's not going anywhere. Like, yeah, you can't it could really not be removed even if I tried. Cover it with something else. Yeah, I say, could you get it covered up? I, yeah, I could. Like, I've, I've humored getting just like a black circle, just blacking out my bottom half of my leg. Better. <laughs> That's so sad. Don't you have like one on your foot too? I remember like yeah, on the top and of that your one's foot? actually it's like a huge flower, and that's actually a cover up. It used to be just a little flame, and it looked kind of weird. It was too small for my foot. That had to hurt so fucking. It was bad. so bad. Like the initial one wasn't too bad. It was only like yay big, and then the one I have now is like this big. Yeah, and it hurt horribly during, but then after that, like that night, we went out to eat, and I remember like, man, my hurt my foot really hurts and i like waddled into the bathroom and my foot was seriously like this big around jeez i'm dying just from all the swelling and blood that yeah you lost in that foot too yeah i got it right before i graduated from college like i took my last final and then went and got it it was my gift to myself Ugh. and i kind of still had to hobble around Gosh. campus a little bit afterward and i'm like this was a horrible idea i'm guessing yours is the atari tramp stamp no the blade tattoo you have a blade Wait, tattoo? Which one's that? The one on my neck. Oh. I thought that was your Atari tattoo. No, the Atari tattoo's on my lower back. He's a yeah. tramp stamp. I've seen the tramp stamp. Yeah, that's the Atari, that's the Atari logo. I, lo I love that one. You have the tattoos of like a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> you know, 15-year-old girls love blade. No, <laughs> but like, huge not, not what they are, but where they are. It was kind of a joke. Like the, the tramp stamp was supposed to be a joke to promote our old website. Uh, we had a contest on drunkgamers.com to determine what tattoo I get. Then we would like encourage people to vote. And uh, it's what won the contest. And then we got- How we many also, people voted? Like seven? I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember. It was, it was a couple hundred. I, I want to say- All the audience. No, members. it might have been a couple thousand. Hey, we got like 3,000 views a day. Okay, that was, not bad. It was, it, was, it was okay. Back in the day. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I think they did. They definitely determined the, uh, the, the tattoo I got. I don't remember how we determined the location. I think- Bernie and Jeff chose the location. Of course. And yeah. you just went along with it? Yeah, because it was promotion for the website. Would you do that now? No, fuck no. <laughs> That's why I didn't even get the one for the on the documentary. Yeah, I was I was kind of hoping that you would get one from Jeff because I yeah. feel like you guys are have been best friends for... He knows better. We know, we, we've known each other for a while. So okay. I go crazy here. You guys have been You were roommates friendly. for a little bit? We were roommates yeah. for, for quite a while, for a couple yeah. of years. 
I've thrown up in his bathroom many times. Well, this could have been you. Yeah, if he's sitting here full of regret and bad tattoo. I like my... Oh, oh there, there it is. is. <clears throat> that was fast. I... I you're, you're I know ass. what night that is. I do too, <laughs> cheese master. <laughs> There's no denying what was going on there. Uh, I remember. Oh uh, boy. Let me. Uh, the memories are so vivid. Let uh. me read this thing here. Um, want to remind everyone: this episode of the Cheese Podcast is brought to you by Audible. So big thanks to Audible for supporting this episode. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more. Audiobooks are great to listen to when you're driving, at the gym, or shopping. For our audience, Audible is offering a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial. If you want to listen to it, Audible has it. Just go to audible.com slash RT and browse their unmatched selection of audio content. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. You can get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial at audible.com slash RT. That's audible.com slash RT. And I've mentioned it many times. Love listening to, love listening to them in my car. Um, I might re-listen to Game of Thrones ahead of uh, season seven. So if you want to, if you ever want to listen to the books, now's your chance to get caught up. July. Except because there's one book missing still. July. Because <laughs> George R. R. Martin hasn't written it yet. I hope he, you get I hope caught he up. finishes it. <laughs> you can read everything that exists. July. I know. I'm excited. So I'm, yeah. soon. They had a, a trailer for, uh, a teaser for it that came out last week. They I had, they've had it. two, I what? think, so far. Yeah. I haven't watched any of them. I suck. Like I, any trailers or any? Yeah, no, I, like I'm clueless about this upcoming season. I mean, the trailers also don't reveal anything. Is that the one where you had to watch the melting ice? They did no, a Facebook there, live stream. There was, uh, th there was one. The one I'm talking about that came out last week showed three different characters in three different locations, like yeah. ascending different seats of power. Okay, but I, I still don't think that technically reveals. Yeah, it's just a teaser. Anything? Yeah, yeah it's just a teaser. But it doesn't, I don't think, tell you anything about the, the upcoming have, season. Have they said, I know people keep, I know in the past the showrunners have speculated and people have speculated that this season's not going to be 10 episodes. Do we have any like official confirmation that it's shorter? I, I mean, if anyone I would know. know I, I had heard that. I mean, I, I heard like six. I, oh, God. I heard seven, I thought. Game of Thrones. Seasons. I'm hoping at least seven or eight. Are they doing like the Breaking Bad thing where it's like the last two seasons, but they make them shorter seasons? Yeah. That sucks. <sighs> uh, yeah, I can't see. I don't think they probably just haven't said officially yet. Uh, let's see. Game of Thrones, according to interview. Okay. So they've said the seventh season would likely consist of fewer episodes. So after, at the end of, oh, geez, I guess what they said at the end of season six, they said that they're down to their final 13 episodes. Oh, geez. So so between the next two seasons, it'll probably be about 13 episodes total. So like so six and seven. One will be, yeah, six and seven. We were both right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone wins. That's so sad. I think I'm going to rewatch the entirety of the series up until. That's a season. good idea. So I mean, there's a, a lot of history there. Yeah. The first shot, right? Like the first scene in the very first episode of Game of Thrones is the Night's Watch going to the side of the wall and encountering White Walkers. How long is it until you see them again? You don't see them for like three seasons, yeah. right? It's like and I remember the trailer before the series even started was so focused on White Walkers, and then it's not even about that shit. Oh, I have a question about the teaser, and I don't know if this will spoil. I don't think it'll spoil anything for you. Um, but there's one moment where one of the characters who it's showing, like, breathes out, and it's like that, it's like, like you could see their breath yeah. as if it's cold. Does that mean like winter is finally coming? Yes, well, it was or it's descending here. in at the end of. The last season, right? Yeah, like, I guess, right? Yeah. 
The, the next book that's supposed to come out is uh, titled Winds of Winter. It's supposed to be like winter's fully set, which would have been... That sounds like a white snake. Well, I can't talk. White snake song. <laughs> which would have been uh, season six. Winter's so yeah. Descending. Man, this so, is the longest it's taken to ever receive winter. <laughs> well, it's not like... It's taking so long, Gus. The years are variable, right? Like that's the thing. I guess so. <laughs> It's, it's always such a mind fuck when you watch a show for like seven years and you realize a month has passed in their timeline. Yeah. Huh. But like, yet years it, have passed for us. It's like when we do uh, Heroes and Halfwits here, like when we're filming it, we talk about like in the game, you know, we've been making that show for, for a long time now, we're uh, close to the end of season two, and we talk about like it's been so long, but like in game time, it's only been a couple of weeks, you know, like yeah. a couple of days, it hasn't been very long at all. We, we went through a period where we were underground in caves for seemed like months, but in game time, it was like two days. Time dilation, man. Sucks. It's crazy. Do you regret having to wear that uh, chainmail head thing? I hated it at first, uh, especially because the first time, first couple of times I wore it, I didn't have a cowl on under it. Mm. And I didn't realize that it turned my neck gray. Is it like silver? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, when you rub it on your greasy hands. Yeah. Oh. So I had to like, that's nice. when I had to start wearing a cowl and, and putting it on. Uh, I, I actually like it now. The only problem I have is when I need to film something after that because then my hair is just matted down and yeah, flat. Yeah, I saw Gus walking through the hallway the other day mm. and I was like, oh, did you get a haircut? And he goes, no, nah, I just finished filming Heroes <laughs> and Halfwits. Yeah, it's, like, it's just like... <laughs> Your hair like yeah, compressed is. so much. <laughs> is it is it heavy? Uh, it's a couple of pounds. It definitely, it definitely makes, it does that thing where it makes me turn awkwardly. I mean, I'm already awkward, but like you turn like whole body awkwardly. instead of just turning your head. I feel like I would enjoy that, like a nice little like chinking sound as you move. Yeah. Uh, I don't no. even, does it? It's like wearing jewelry. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know if it really makes noise. I must hit the mic all the time. I feel bad for whoever's in control room. And it's, it's not, not bad. bad. Apparently they, they got, put, they they put a little piece of uh, gaff tape on the inside to uh, to keep it from hitting the mic too often. That's good. Yeah, fucking. Uh, so your shirt, by the way, should we mention that a new season of Red vs. Blue just started? Hey, uh, <laughs> or blue versus red, which is apparently Wait. a reference to the season. I think. Yeah, it just yeah. started uh, this past weekend. Yeah, it did. And roosterteeth.com. On April 2nd, yesterday. Uh, I'm very excited about this season of Red versus Blue. I think that uh, from what I've read, the, um, the scripts that I've seen are really funny. Maybe the funniest jokes I've ever seen in Red versus Blue. Is that like a slap in the face to Bernie and Miles? I just and let me know that Bernie and Miles suck, apparently. <laughs> Red versus Blue? What about my script? <laughs> you like my script? I put a lot of Simmons in there. Yeah, no, it's good. But I'm just saying, like, wow. this is the best. <laughs> okay. I'm in, I'm in the next episode. Old sister up next. Oh, hell that, yeah. was, that was one of my funniest recording sessions. I yeah. like broke down and laughed for the first time in a long time. It must have been a while since I guess you recorded Sister. Uh, yeah, I think I was in like one episode in season 14. Oh yeah, yeah I was. And the guy who wrote Ready Player One this oh, episode. Yeah. And then before that it had been like one or two years. I pop in like once a season. That's true. It looks so good. Yeah, it really does. I should watch it. I haven't watched it yet. I was in Dallas all weekend, didn't get a chance. Yeah, it's it's when you want something like that or when we make something that you don't have a chance to see like I didn't see the tattoo documentary I think for like a week after it came out. I just, yeah, like I'd, I'd kept meaning to watch it I kept wanting to get to it and I just hadn't gotten around to it. I also yeah. feel bad because I I Have yet to watch an episode of heroes and halfwits. 
Oh, that's uh, <laughs> which I feel that's like a big time commitment. At one point, I want to start watching it, but I feel like it's gonna be one of those things where, all right, I need to spend the rest of the day getting into this because they're what yeah. like hour and a half. Uh, yeah, this Long season episodes? it's been longer. It's been like around two hours and sometimes Jeez. longer oh per episode. I've actually started downloading the audio podcasts onto my phone and listening to them in the car and I'm like putting around. Not Heroes and Halfwits. I would never, ever. No, just kidding. You can, you can, you can <laughs> listen to like, an audio version of Heroes and Halfwits, by the way. That does, that does exist. <laughs> but yeah, like always open Rich Teeth Podcast, all the ones that are available in audio form. I listen I, off topic a lot. Like I, I prefer the video, but it's just I can't fit it into my day. Mm. It's the only way I can do it in the car. Yeah. Oh, I, th I thought you said you listen to Always Open a lot. I was like, <laughs> you, li every you, week. you listen to your own podcast? Every like, week when I'm there with everyone. That's weird. Um, no, I, I listen to Off Topic a lot. I think that's like one of my new favorites out of the Rooster Teeth podcast it's such, lineups. It's so entertaining. I just like, uh, yeah, I love, I love that a train wreck. And, and Always Open as well. And the Rooster Teeth podcast. Plug, plug, plug. I actually, I actually still listen to the Rooster Teeth podcast when I'm not on it. Yeah. Yeah, like I'll I'll either watch it live that night if I'm at home or I'll just like listen to it the next day. I think I just burned out on it. Like when before we had, you know, a broadcast department when it was me who had to set it all up, record it, edit it, post it. Like by the time an episode came out back then, I would have listened to it four times. I was like, I don't want to yeah. fucking listen to this anymore. <laughs> so a negative reaction anytime you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I was just I was so stupid back then because I, I think I worked at Rooster Teeth for eight years before Rich Teeth finally bought me a computer to work on. The I, hell? I always had to buy my own computer <laughs> to work on. And uh, yeah, stupid problem. Like even this, this is my own computer. It's not company provided. Um, but I worked eight years and finally it was because of the podcast. I convinced them to buy me a computer. Uh, but I would edit off of these external hard drives and it just made it even slower. It's like these stupid firewire drives I'd have to plug in and move them around to different computers. Yeah. I remember one time I was almost done with, it was when we were at the Congress office. I was almost done editing one of the podcasts. And it used to take me all day. Like we'd record the podcast first thing in the morning. Then I'd immediately start editing it. And I'd probably have a finished product ready to post by like 5 p.m. So I was getting close to the end of the day. I was almost done editing it. And uh, I sat across from Monty and he stretched and his leg unplugged my external hard drive. Oh my god. Oh, no. And I, like I just watched <laughs> my program close and crash. I was like, what just happened? Uh. <laughs> I hadn't saved all day. And all my, oh all my, my work god. was gone. No. And he was really apologetic. I was like, it's not your fault. I mean, it's what? my own stupid fault. What did you do? Did you just go home I, after that? I, just, like, I mean, I, I would just never touch fresh. it again. Yeah. Like, I'm done. I yeah. just started over. Burn the building down. It. I think that editing would be a profession I could never, ever do. Like, I am so impressed and like kudos to everyone who does editing as their career because to watch something over and over and over oh there's hey, this asshole I'm glad you ran in and saved yeah. us five seconds after your <laughs> hey there 37 minutes hi. late hi you want to redo the intro <laughs> oh. yeah hi, let's, just, let's just redo the whole thing start we were just we were just talking <laughs> oh my god Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. <laughs> this week brought to you by Audible, Casper, and Squarespace. I'm Gus. I'm John. I'm Barbara. And I'm Becca. <laughs> and I'm Gus. Hey John. Hi. Thanks for being on time for the podcast. Woo! Uh, we're not I, so we, we talked about this like right when we started the podcast, but uh, before we started, Becca and I were talking about how different we are when it comes to like producing a show. Yeah. It's like, I, like, I don't send... Oh, you and me? No, me and Barbara, because oh, like Bar talking about always open, about how uh, like I don't send reminders or uh, I I like I don't 
I wor- I don't worry. Yeah, about you it. didn't text me until like five minutes before. Less than five minutes before, you you checked. But Were yeah. you just at home? Um, no, it was actually just uh, it was actually across town, the other side of town. I just taken Bella to the lake. She's um seven minutes and eight seconds pop, pop. before five. Oh, okay. Well, according to my car's stupid clock, but yeah, <laughs> Bella looks like a swamp thing because she was just swimming in the lake. Oh. Um, and yeah, so I was just I've been on vacation for like the past week and. That mixed with the change in time, I didn't think about the five o'clock. It's, it's, cool. it's been at it's five fine. for like two months now, right? I have not been on it since it's been turned to five. I don't think. So Nor I, have you I. Might have been on once. Oh. Yeah, if, if I, it's, it's, it's it's the vacation <laughs> thing is what it, it's what it is. If I had been in the office, I totally would have just I would have been like, yeah, five o'clock. Would have hopped over here, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, didn't, not, I, I didn't realize you were out. Otherwise, I would have uh, I would have sent yeah. a, a reminder that earlier. No, I that's my asked. fault. That's my fault. Huh? I, I even was like, where's John? And you go, mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you don't want to. Um, because yeah. for me, like, if this was my show, it would have been like, you know, four thirty rolls around. I'm like, hey, just where are you? You come for the it's podcast? Because I normally do it with Bernie and Gavin, who are the biggest dicks in the world about like showing up at the last possible <laughs> minute. So you just get used to it. Then that's that's what happens. I guess, yeah. I think it's because everyone else is usually on time, especially if they're not usually on the podcast. So that when they're not there, I'm like, there's probably something wrong here. Yeah. And there was. Yeah, and I and I feel like a total shit because this, this no, is actually no, no. Cool. it is this is what I just did is my pet peeve, and so whenever you know like you have your pet peeve and you end up doing it, it's it is like one of the worst things that you can do. Like a, I, I'm huge on punctuality, and B, I'm huge on like if I say I'm gonna be people if if you say you're gonna be somewhere, be there. Yeah. And so at least you're suffering. Yeah, at least I'm suffering in front of like a few thousand <laughs> people, people are. Too. Uh, People are giving the control room props for getting that intro again back out They're so fast. quick on stuff. I love our control group. Yeah, they're control crew? Control group. Control room. Control room. Yeah. Control room. Control Broadcast group makes team. it sound like we're doing a science experiment. Like we have another group somewhere. Yeah. That we're doing the experiment oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Control group. We see this, what Yeah, happens. this is no slight <laughs> to my team of designers, but I think Patrick might have the best team of people oh, yeah. here oh, at Rooster. As far as like oh, yeah. the entirety of it all. But like his kids, the broadcast crew is like yeah, the I think, best. I think Patrick's out, right? Patrick's not in today. Yeah, he's he's out. For what like a, a piece week. of shit! <laughs> <laughs> he's on oh, he's on <laughs> he's on sabbatical. Everybody's on sabbatical. Oh, he did. Everybody. He said he's going to be out. get a sabbatical. Ooh, get a sabbatical. Oh man, the, so many the fucking photoshops have already started. John racing here. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Wow. <laughs> That is good. I'm gonna retweet that. I think I have a name that's pretty easy to mess with as far as like my last name. I feel like Reisinger is something that is messed with constantly. How was how did Reismonger come around? Michael? No, it was Gavin? Gavin, and it wasn't even Reismonger, it was Reismongler. <laughs> he I don't know, I calling by you know, it's like one of those things like it progressed as far as calling it by my last name and then Gavin Britishizes it. Mm-hmm. Why am I on the toilet? Why are your eyes red? Yeah, what is going on you're in on this the, Photoshop? You're on the, you're on the pot. Oh. oh, didn't read it. Um, and he, what happened was he was gonna tw- he wanted to tweet out he he wanted he wanted to give a little boost to my Twitter account when I first got here, but he spelled his own nickname wrong, and instead of saying Risemonger, he wrote Risemonger, and so that's everyone just ran with what that original tweet was, and I think even like Bernie calls me that too. No, I had no idea. Yeah. I'm a stupid little British person. I'm gonna say John Racing here now from now on. No, you won't. <laughs> That's a good one. I think your, your last name's interesting because I always hear people pronounce it two ways. Yeah. The wrong way and the right way. There's no. the Z sounding one. So a lot of people say Risinger. Yeah. 
or Reisinger. Yeah, it's Reisinger, and it's annoying because it is like rising is mm-hmm. in it, you know, like the word rising, but it, I try to, when I tell people how to spell it, it's R-I-Singer, and that helps you pronounce it as well, is that it's R-I-Singer. I, I'm a person who says Reisinger, absolutely. It's It's been my, it's actually better than the other, a lot of Rissingers for some reason. That's uh, really sad. Yeah, uh, not you know. even a, like. That's, I'm just saying like that's how people, Rissinger. Kissinger. Yeah, but. I don't. I, I answered yeah. either. My and favorite people, teacher growing up, her last name was Reisinger. So I have a lot of really? experience with Reisinger. So funny. Yeah. Such a rare name. Yeah. Does anyone uh, say Frazier or something? Yeah, frazier? I heard that. For the well, because fr- it's like yeah, F R A S I E R. Yeah, like easier, but F R. Yeah. Wait, wait. Um, spell your last name. F R A S I E R. So like the show. Exactly like the show. Okay, and then I don't know why anybody would ever pronounce your name wrong right. because the show has been has yeah, done. Yeah, I heard someone pronounce it like that not long ago, and it was someone who's known me for a really long time, but is, I've never heard him say my last name, and I guess he's never heard me say it. Yeah. And I was so taken aback. I was like, <laughs> I wanted to correct him, but I, I didn't have the heart to. It was, it was, like, just, it was I, bizarre. Uh, uh, I, on that that note, I, there's there's some people I think that you know that you don't say their last name very often. Mm-hmm. Whenever we do on the spot, begin the show, I introduce everybody myself and say their full name. And often I get little panic attacks like a second before we go live, and I ask people like I say their name to them just to confirm I'm saying it right. Like some a few people I always question like Maggie Maggie Tomini. Like for some reason that doesn't feel right to me, and so I, I question it every single time. It's a big fear of mine. Yeah, I, I I had like a total brain fart the other day. I was uh, filming something with Kirk, and uh, we weren't next to each other. Like he was off uh, in another part of the set, and uh, I was asked the person next to me said, "You know, when we're doing this scene, what's your eyeline? Are you looking at Kevin or are you looking to his left?" And they were like, "What?" I was like, "Are you looking at Ke- Kirk?" Kirk? Like, why the fuck did oh, I just you, say? You, like, uh, you like correct yourself without yeah. anybody calling it out? Yeah, I was like, why the fuck did I just say Kevin? Like, I know Kirk. Like, it was it was like such a weird, like, my brain just stopped working for a moment That's there. happened to me before when I've been at a party and I've been with, like, a friend of mine and someone else comes up and I'm introducing them too. And it's like, let's say it's me and John and, like, Becca's there and I'm like, hey, this is my friend John. Like, for some reason, I just completely forget someone's name sometimes, even if I've known them for years. Yeah, I do it a lot. It's very embarrassing. I feel like I, like, had a mini stroke when that memory was formed. I'm like, I'll never know your name again. Ever. Uh, Worst instance of that for me, or one of the worst instances, was uh, Paul Shear came by and did the show once. Yeah. Halfway through the show, forgot his last name. Like, to the thing, like, (laughs) it was just my brain went, let's just question if we know his last name. Let's just, like, we'll sort of think it's still sheer, but let's not. And so, like, it wasn't just, you know, someone I could joke with. It was he had been really nice and come just He's also, like, an actual celebrity. And so I didn't say his last name the rest of the show until at the very end when I said, thank you for being on. And I just went, you know, it was like, I I went for it, said sheer, cameras cut, and I pulled IMDb. Okay. And I just like quickly made sure I did not just embarrass myself in front of like a, a guest. I did it in a job interview. Like, to who? Oh, no. Uh, this guy that was interviewing me, his name was Dimitri. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, that's a weird name yeah. for a dude to have. I, his name is Dominic. Like, that's the obvious. <laughs> Your brain more normal you. one. Yeah. yeah. And so then I just kept calling him Dominic. Like, halfway through the interview, I pivoted. Oh, did you do it multiple times? Yeah. Ooh. I would have been like, and then D- I. Like, I switched, like, his associate came in, and I referred to him as Dominic, and he was all, who? I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Did not get the job. What is, why, is there a part of the brain that stores names? 
and a, and can that be damaged? And is that a then, type of aphasia? Because I know it happens with faces. Like Brad Pitt has that where he like can't remember a face. Apparently. Oh, I have that. Yeah. I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah, you're not just. <laughs> that, an that's why I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not an <laughs> asshole. I have a I have a condition. I I never forget faces. It's the complete opposite. I never remember names. But if I've met someone, even at a convention, at like one out of like a thousand people, I'll look at them and I'll be like, I met you before. Yeah. I'm and the same way. And it's really annoying because you go up to someone you like seen at the grocery store. You're like, I know you from somewhere. Yeah. And you can never connect it. Yep. And then they're like, really? You remember me? I was like, well, eh. <laughs> technically, <laughs> technically, you, yes. Your essence. But I don't know your name or anything about you. But I just, I know I've met you and I've seen you. That's why sunglasses are great. Just wear sunglasses everywhere you go and you don't make eye contact. And so like you just don't have to actually acknowledge people. Like even at like RTX and stuff? Yeah. Diva Reisinger here. <laughs> no, like scared of like embarrassing himself, Reisinger. Mm. Like hiding behind glasses, Reisinger. I'm such a diva. Yeah, you are. Showing up when I want to show up. Yeah. We, the show doesn't start till I get here. Armpits you know what, I playing. I know. I was out. I'm, I'm looking like a scuzz too. I hate <laughs> it. I feel so bad. I, that's all. That is all a gag of me being confident. I actually feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> <right now. laughs> we know. So, we know. We know. John doesn't have confidence. <laughs> Man, I got really annoyed uh, yesterday. Well, I got annoyed over the weekend because all the news in Austin was like, it's going to be a huge storm. It's going to oh, be was it? super bad. Oh, yeah, we did. We yeah, had a little they're, bit. They're like, going to be, there's going to be tornadoes and quarter size hail and oh really know, yeah and it was nothing we had like on sunday like a thunderstorm blew through yeah we had, th we had thunderstorm just the morning though yeah it was like yeah. and then it was a beautiful day yeah it was gorgeous i was on a, a flight back from dallas in the evening on sunday and it was raining there a little bit but it wasn't anything bad and our flight was delayed i think just because our our plane coming in was late so when we took off the captain comes on and he goes uh, hey folks, just wanted to give you a heads up. You know, we just flew in and uh, Boy, are my arms tired. You... <laughs> that's a good joke. Did you come up with that yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's that's original. really good. You it's should original. write that down and make sure people know you said it. <laughs> what is the deal with airplane food? Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal? Uh, but he he came on the intercom and he was just like, "Yeah, we just um, it was a, it was a rough ride getting in here. So I just wanted to let you know that our flight attendants are going to stay seated the entire flight, just because we could expect like a really rough." 30-minute flight here back to Austin. Oh, yeah, because it's such a short flight. Such a short flight. So it's like, it was whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm mentally preparing myself for really bad turbulence, which to me, bad turbulence is fucking scary. Right. Planes going up and down, like everything is shaking. Like Lights are flickering. People are like going around <laughs> in their seats. Things are wobbling up on top. This was nothing. It was just like little shakes here and there. He was just Little being shakes. cautious. Maybe but it was worse also, before. But then he kept coming on. He's just like, all right, folks, make sure you're buckled in. Uh, I apologize for the really uh, terrible ride we're about to experience. And he just kept saying this stuff. And Those it was like, asshole cautionary pilots. <laughs> no, but it was like, I feel like he was... <laughs> well, it's, like, like, it's almost worse like you're, you're, you're helping people get into their own head about how uh, bad it's going to be, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're like psyching yourself well, out over it. Well, because I was it. like, oh, okay, I'm going to make sure like my legs are straight and then I'm sitting up straight and then I'm not like cocked anywhere in case like it happens to... Mm -hmm move too quickly and I hurt myself. You don't want to get cocked. I, I hate it when I get cocked. <laughs> you know, not yeah. in that way. It just happens surprisingly, you know? Yeah, Mile just High Club, am I right? Get cocked on the plane. I'm not part of the Mile High Club. I don't think I, I ever I don't think will anyone be. actually is. They're so small, the bathrooms! I, I've been in one There's that like was- like, I, everywhere. Come I, on, man. I've, I've Do you have to be rich to be in the Mile High Club because they have bigger bathrooms in like certain like, or international flights, like big old- I, I've been in one plane where I thought the bathroom was big enough to conceivably have sex in it. To conceive? Yeah, yeah conceivably conceive. And that, that's it. All the other ones are always- even if you fit me in them. Even if you're like in business, like it's not really any yeah. bigger. It's, I know it's the someone. same bathroom. 
I know someone who joined it. Really? Mm-hmm. You, you have to say. It had to be horrible. Was sex. it a wristy person? It's okay. No one's yeah. watching. Ashley and Bernie. <gasps> of course. I'm so jealous. They they apparently were on a flight. Wait, wait, wait. I, I think Bernie disputed that. But apparently she she talked about it on Always Open that's coming out next week. Okay. But apparently there was a flight they were on where the like whole bottom area of the plane was just bathrooms. I forget what airline it was on, but it was something during the Amazing Race. Mm-hmm. Is it like a, a Dreamliner, like a two-story? Yeah, something where like they had big bathrooms and a lot of bathrooms and apparently they... Wow. I would totally club. take advantage of that. That's the mile yeah. high section. For me, and I said I could never join the mile high club because whenever I go to the bathroom on an airplane, without fail, there's other people waiting in line for the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. So you can never, like, even if there's no one when you go in, by the time you're done and you come out, there's going to be people waiting, even oh, if yeah. there's multiple bathrooms. And it's like, I come out and they try to go in and it's like, oh, no, there's another person in there. I think the way to do it now is just to like, instead of being sneaky about it, is just proclaim it. It's just walk up there like, we're going to take a second. We're doing the Mile High Club. Anybody else who wants to join in after us can get in line. But we're doing that right now, yeah. okay? Are there we'll leave the door cracked. You want to yeah. reach a hand in. You can grab a bit of flesh. I'm not sure what you're going to grab. There's got to be rules against I've, it, right? Oh, yeah. It's, it, I, I think it's, there's a rule of like just how many people can be in the bathroom at once. But I have, I have two quick questions about Mile High Club. Okay. One, in order to be part of the Mile High Club, you have to have sex to completion? Or just, just what's, what pick. has to just, happen? Just the tip. I uh, assume just, just insertion. Tip? Insertion. Insertion. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, that's fast. Like, so literally it's just in and out. And that's Mile High Club. Ideally it's in and out I mean, a few more times, but <laughs> I mean. I'm just, just saying with the matter like, you know, if you got people waiting up. for you and that kind of thing. And then my second question is, if you just masturbate, can you be the Half Mile Club? No. 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 What happens if you masturbate in an in a airport airplane restroom? When then you're filled with you're just then you then you have gross. a lot of questions about your life and what you're doing. <laughs> Is there ever a time where you've been horny on an airplane? Really? Yes. But I'm. But my horniness. I is always think of Bernie. <laughs> Now that's not something you should have said at the end of that sentence. No, no, I know, I know, I know, I know what she means. <coughs> Has he told this story? In yeah. His wet dream. It's an animated adventure. Yeah, yeah his oh, wet dream yeah. on an airplane, which I is don't, the worst place to have one. I don't get to decide when I'm horny. It's done by whenever my medicine is in me. Then it's, it's almost like oh, a, a, every time I put in a new injection, it's like going through puberty again. And it's it's that it's like twelve your years injection of terror is spinach and, and your penis is Popeye. Like it's like the spinach <laughs> can going through. Yes. Like, except it explicitly <laughs> says on the box, "Do not put this into your penis." <laughs> what would happen if you? Did? I don't know, but it's like I think it's the same thing of like on a coffee okay. cup. Where it's like this is hot, which means that someone one time burned themselves, so now they have to put this warning. Someone put testosterone in their pee pee, and bad stuff happened, and they say don't do that. Yeah, because I'm because I mean there is some sort of logical sense because testosterone does aid in that area yeah. so just some guys like well i'm not gonna put it into my leg i'm just gonna put it right there and i just don't understand don't wanna... the concept of being turned on when you're on an airplane because you're usually next to like people way too close to you who are smelly or just like really gross and just you're breathing in everyone's air and everyone's just yeah it's like the least sexy place on earth yeah like yeah. if i had to choose like one place that to qualify as the least you've never sexy been a dude place. have you yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> There's a difference here. I really underestimate on one side how cast the horny other. dudes are. Yeah, I, I get, but like, isn't it still dependent on your it helps. situation? No, I mean, I, it's, it's not. It's not exclusive. I mean, it it helps. Yeah. I was sitting at home this morning at my desk, and my 
Uh, my a- AC's broken, so I had repairmen going in and out. And at one point, they left for like 15 minutes. And you caught a piece of that ass, and you're no. Like, I just sit in my desk, not doing anything, and then I just get a random like boner. Just a boner. Just a big old rock hard one. And then they walk in and I was I was <laughs> I think I was wearing these sweats and I was scared to death they were gonna have oh to ask God. me to come look at something. Cause I was wearing sweats and I had an erection. You'd be like AC turns me on. I, I get so excited to see you, Barbara. And then you do stuff like that. Why are you get excited to see me? Because I like you, Barbara. You're my friend. Don't get well. a boner. <laughs> on Twitter here. Is that you blocking yourself from the potential? Boner? I don't want to see it. All-purpose all nerd on Twitter is saying that somebody has to orgasm for the Mile High Club. Uh, that's, okay, well, hmm. Well, that's, I think we both know who. Yeah. <laughs> Someone has to orgasm. Well, what about lesbians? Okay, I guess the, the oh, but, person who usually comes first. There yeah, you go. It's I a know. race. <laughs> yeah. It is a race. It always is. Yeah. It's, always, it's a race, and if you don't, I would if, just like, if you don't finish first, I would love the idea fault. of, like, you and, and and like a boyfriend and girlfriend going into a bathroom and they're both just masturbating and they're just like like looking each other in the eye like who's going first? first. <laughs> I think that's just a fun game in general. That, that should be an Olympic sport. <laughs> What's it called? Never break eye contact. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're on on, we're, we're on, on the spot now. Like <laughs> yeah, I know. Developing something. That's in, why I, I host it. I don't come up with the actual jokes. Just make everybody else do it. I see your pl- I see your game plan. I wonder, I've never tried that. I've never tried to like, from, your like, wife dead to limp, from like dead limp, like what's the fastest I can achieve orgasm? Like if I stood up right now and went at it, how fast, how in long would it take? In your privacy. Your privacy. Like, uh, not With here. the aid of something or just on your own? Just on my own. Like me in an empty room. <laughs> just like, I'm going to do this. I, oh, God. No porn, nothing. Rough estimate for me would be less than 10 minutes. Oh yeah, that easy. Less like than a ten long minutes. Time. I would guess. Like I don't know. Like I could. Th- I think it's it's once you get the boner, I c- it's okay. <laughs> we're done. Once you get the boner, that's all we got to do. This episode has, has to be called "Once You Get the Boner" with <laughs> <laughs> the snap. Yeah, it, that's all it is. Is that once you get the boner, then it's it's. I don't know why I keep snapping when I say boner. Uh, is that how quickly it snaps up? Yeah, it makes that noise. But it's it's. I don't know. Sometimes it's hard just to get a random inspiration mm-hmm. without the aid of anything. I could see you that. Just like slap your dick Unless around. You guys like, haven't made. Just, oh, the I other guess. day I was talking about like a guy was watching porn on a train, and someone posted a picture of his laptop screen in the reflection of the mirror. Mm-hmm. Like you're not fooling anyone. I was like, how do you just do? You just watch it for entertainment and not get a boner. And Michael's like, yeah, you're so desensitized to it. You see it all the time. I don't know about porn. I mean. Like, like, was he watching like actual yeah, was, like, video porn? porn? No, like, I, don't, I don't. That's literally, I could not close out porn faster than when I'm done masturbating. I mean, I think also some people are just like maybe have a slight addiction to porn where mm-hmm. they just need to watch it. To yeah. Feel... He watches it for the stories. He needs to find out how it like, ends. Does maybe. the cable ever get fixed? Oh, is this? Oh, that was, that's not, that's just. Oh, the hentai? I thought you meant like a video. Oh, no, no that's, that's not. That's not. I mean, it's look a on similar thing. Oh. It was like, it was like. Two women going at it. Okay, then yes, then that's just watching porn. Yeah, it was like real porn. It was like you're not fooling anyone. Was the title or something? Yeah, there's yeah. N- there's never it's, a time I watch it if unless I want to be having orgasms. Having orgasms. Yeah. Masturbating. That uh, I hate April Fool's pranks, but I thought they're the prank king. The one Pornhub had this year was actually really good. Wow, what an old reference there, Becca. We just posted on Facebook yeah. a couple okay. days ago. So. They uh they said that they were rolling out a feature where 
any video you watch on Pornhub, it just automatically likes and shares on your Facebook timeline, saving yeah. you any uh, any potential <laughs> yeah. downtime. And of course, people like start freaking out about it. No, that one sounds so obvious. <laughs> but why do they have that fucking like button? I don't know about Pornhub, but I've seen that on yeah. on some sites. I it's always like, well, I think, why, I think with like those sites, it's more so. I don't know. Does the like wait? Is there an actual Facebook like button right, on some porn? I'm going to Pornhub for work. Pin this to your pin well, board. Well, because I mean, if some people want to, why wouldn't Pornhub let them like share their content that they need more people to watch? Pornhub is still a uh, views game. Fucks mom, bo mom's boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> that sounds good. Let's see here. I'm trying to see. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not watching it. I'm looking for a share. Yeah, Gus. I'm pretty sure this there's, is in the employee handbook. There's literally a share button for every social media. No, no Facebook though. What? It's uh, what Twitter, Twitter, Reddit, Tumblr, Google Plus, StumbleUpon, and Blogger. Do it on. Do it on Blogger. Twitter. Wow. Do it on, on Twitter on right Twitter? now. Yeah. There's the. There's the it's like probably button. Probably because Facebook is I'm all crude. It. <laughs> it's gonna make you log in. Oh, you have you have it, it. It auto fills a tweet, and then you have to hit tweet. But like, is it already connected? No, to your no, <laughs> What's it say? It, it did pull up my account. It did <laughs> yeah, pull it pulled account. up with your face because you're logged in. Wait, says, with your Pornhub account. It, it says mobile films, hot daughter fucks mom's boyfriend. And it's got a see, link to the video. No, no, it's close. It's unrelated. It's unrelated. Rubbing my dick too. Don't you have to? Connect your Twitter account. Well, you're well, logged, logged in. into Twitter already. It probably like, like it pops browser. up a separate window. But don't you window. have to allow the website to have access it to your Twitter? It popped up like a Twitter window. Yeah. Oh. Which means Gus has already like given clicked permission to <laughs> and then hit enter. Wow. Yeah. Then it's it's out there. God damn. Um. There, there was a, there was a funny story I saw. I, I don't know how true it is or not, but it looked legit. Where. Um, this daughter was had her like her dad as a friend on Facebook, and her dad didn't realize that everyone could see anytime he like commented on someone's public photo or anything like that. So she just got like in his feed, just saw all these comments of like him leaving these really disgusting comments on these girls' photos of like, "Yeah, baby, I'd lean you over the table and fuck oh, you in the ass." Gross. Like, oh, that's bad. I love those that's hot bad. titties. <laughs> that's those a no, 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 no. And just like. She had to comment being like, Dad, everyone who's friends with you on Facebook could see your public comments. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, man. That's awkward. Which to me is like, that is... Well, it wasn't that... Um, I would just be gone. I'd delete every internet thing ever. <laughs> I'm gone off social media. Anything you do on the internet can be seen by everybody. That's the rule. And soon, it'll be sold by your ISP for a <laughs> great profit for them. I loved what... Uh, Cards Against Humanity owner oh, said yeah. they were going to do do a fundraiser to buy all of Congress's web Congress's. Oh, yeah. I just think that's a fun little like fuck you. Yeah. Like whether they do it or not, that's just a very clever way to put it into perspective of what, like, hey, you're people too. What I don't understand is, so our elected officials passed this, right? They represent us. Who in the world was like, hey, we'd love for you to pass a law where you sell our web browsing history. Right, and you make money off of it. Like, who the fuck asked them to do that? Oh, you didn't ask for that. I didn't. I, I didn't. Sure as fuck, didn't Wait, ask for that. Gus, are you proposing that our government could make decisions that are not based on the actual individuals, but could be made more by another group that yeah. could sway them in some way? If I had to guess, I'd say maybe companies were Gus, paying for votes for that. If that was part of our political system, that would just be tragic. That would be tragic. I, I can't believe that that would possibly. Happen. I'm just so glad we don't live in that kind of society, yeah, Gus. I, I agree. Mm -hmm. I don't want people knowing that I looked up Nubile Films. God bless America. It was the first films. one, by the way, when I loaded Pornhub. <laughs> What'd you say? Nubile Films. That's what it was. Nubile, so, like... It's really good. 
no, stomach bug. No, young uh, and nubile. No, yeah. like oh, oh, like young and fresh. I didn't. I forgot that was a word. Oh, right don't ever need to hear Gus whisper Just that like ever that again. Daughter, young and fresh. This oh. episode of the Rich Podcast is brought to <laughs> you by Casper. <laughs> Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the cost. Casper is revolutionizing the mattress industry by cutting the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms and passing that savings directly to the consumer. Casper's mattress is an obsessively engineered mattress at a very fair price. Casper's made of supportive memory foam for a sleep surface with just the right sink and just the right bounce. Its breathable design sleeps cool and help you regulate your temperature throughout the night. You can buy it easily online, completely risk-free. Casper understands the importance of truly trying out a mattress that in all reality you spend a third of your life on. Casper offers free delivery and painless returns within a 100-day period, so you don't have to lie down in a showroom. Uh, you can save an additional $50 towards a mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash RT, entering promo code RT. That's casper.com slash RT, promo code RT, terms and conditions apply, free shipping and returns to the U.S. and Canada. I think I talked about it last time they were a sponsor, but um, I think I got one and I said it set one. up in like 10 minutes or less. It's... Casper mattresses alone are worth getting just for the unboxing part. Yeah. yeah. Because you you pull it out and then it does the little it like Oh, it's whoop. so fun. It just, yeah, it was convenient for well, me because I I had it in the box and I was moving apartments. And so I didn't have to move like an actual full-size mattress. The movers just had to move the box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. And they're just I was like, yeah, that's my mattress and they're like, okay. And they just like put it there and I was like, if you could like open it up and just put it right there. And they just ripped open the cardboard and just went Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it was breathing in life for the first time. They thought yeah. it was pretty cool too. When I moved into my apartment, the the um the only thing I owned as far as furniture was the Casper mattress. <laughs> <laughs> I owned nothing Scumbag else. Come back, John. Yep. All and you then need. <laughs> and then Adam Ellis gave me a couch, so I had a couch in my living room and a Casper mattress sitting on the floor and tons of boxes. <laughs> and that and I looked like a squatter for months. Still do. Yeah, I kind of do. Doesn't really have anything on the walls. I I never when I was younger I never put anything on walls. I don't know. I just don't tell Max. Okay. He is he is so adamant about that being just the most I mean, horrendous crime. Well, now I'm, I'm totally different about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll put stuff on walls. But I guess when I was younger, like I I don't know, I just didn't focus on it and think yeah. about it. I, like, I want to put stuff on my walls. I have a bunch of art that I bought from like at Comic Con and stuff like that. Um, the problem is that I'm probably going to be moving again in like seven months, and that's short enough for me to go, nope, yep. not gonna do it. Not worth it. Yeah. It's hard for me to commit to stuff on my walls unless I actually have a place that I own. I yeah. don't know, like, I, I have an apartment and I've used double-sided Velcro. You ever used that before? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. smart. Where it, it actually like holds up really well, especially if you put I a few pieces. I think we did that some of the stuff in the bungalow. Yeah, probably. You ever use like those 3M command strips? Yeah. Those are really good. Those, uh, that's also kind of like a yeah, Velcro. Like Velcro, yeah. So I just do that instead of actually like poking holes in my wall. Yeah. Yeah. Just a thought. You know. Pro tip. Did you see the dumbest, in my opinion, the dumbest thing I saw in maybe the last couple of days where Twitter realized that, yeah, people with egg avatars, they harass other people online. So they change the egg avatar. To to what? Just like a... A troll? A faceless body. Have you you not seen Oh, the one that people said looks like a butt plug? So like, does I, it look like a book? I mean, it's so dumb because it does nothing. It fixes nothing. It's just a yeah, different default. They said someone pointed like, out. They just changed the default avatar because people associated the eggs with harassment. Like, but what's right, that so do about the harassment? So in five years, they're going to change the new one yeah, to something Now else. everyone just knows this is the new egg. I mean. That's wh- neutral. New egg? Right. Yeah, great. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't understand why they thought this was a, sol- a solution or this was anything 
that this fixes anything. I'm going to change my avatar to the egg. It's just a marketing ploy, probably. Who knows? If I had to guess, pretty dumb. It's dumb. Real dumb. Anyway, stupid. But I, I love, I <laughs> love, fuck you. I love that it, it irritated you. Yeah, I was like, I, I just don't understand. They, they had meetings about this, I'm sure. Oh, tons. people talked they about this. paid someone like $50,000 for the new, the new egg. Um, yeah, to draw it up. April Fool's. Uh -huh. Rick and Morty episode comes out. Yes. I have not watched it. Yes. But what did came of it. Did y'all see the Rick and Morty episode? I didn't watch it because it's just, that's not the place to see it. I wanted on pristine, like, you know, streaming live on a loop. On I would love to. I just didn't, I didn't know about it. Um, what, but what they did, it? but Adult Swim, they, they streamed an episode. And it is, it's been speculated whether it is or isn't the premiere of the of season three. I Some, don't think it's the premiere because it kind of starts, it seems like it starts in the middle of a story. Then that's a possibility that it wasn't. But then they, Adult Swim, what was really cool was yesterday, they um, streamed the entire first two seasons and it was fun just to turn that on. And the one that I pulled up was the one where they have the different timelines, mm -hmm. the alternative realities, and then it splits more throughout the episode. One of the most like logistically amazing episodes of any TV show ever. That was the one where I was split. like, I took a moment. I was like, this show is brilliant. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I only saw it. it last night. I saw it on April... Fool's Day because uh, I saw that Adult Swim was going to be playing Bob's Burgers. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I was like, it was like when I, I read the info, it's like, oh, I like that episode. And I switched. I was like, oh, it's Rick and Morty. I'm like, wait, what episode is this? <laughs> like, I caught it like after it started a little bit, and then they started playing it again, and I was like, wait, you saw it on TV? Yeah, that was the April Fool's joke. They, oh, I thought it was on their website. No, they played it like on TV on uh. April first. Yeah, I don't, uh. I don't have TV. Yeah, they uh, it in the evening. Yeah, they played it like. Um, they played on a loop like four or five times in a row. Well, damn. I've that would have been a good place to watch it. I've seen the first episode of Rick and Morty, and I thought it was really fucking weird. And I didn't like it. And then I didn't try watching anymore. And apparently someone told me this weekend, they're just like, oh, yeah, the first episode, I thought it was weird, and I didn't like it either. But then I kept watching, and I was hooked instantly. That was me with yeah. um, Archer. Yeah? Watched, I think, first two episodes of Archer and did not like it. Took like a year off. And then I was like, all right, everyone keeps raving about this goddamn show. I'm going to give it one more chance and ravenously watched every episode there ever was. Mm -hmm. I met, uh, speaking of cartoons and stuff like that, uh, this weekend I was at Dallas Fan Expo. And uh, on our way to the convention center, some of the special guests had like cars that would take us to the center from the hotel we were at. And Aaron Zek and I were sharing a car with this guy and we started talking to him. And uh, we're just like, oh, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm a voice actor. We're like, oh, cool. Like, is there anything we would have, like, seen you in or known you for? You in? And he goes, uh, I was the voice of Prince Eric in Little Mermaid. <gasps> and we were just like, what? Like, it was the biggest thing. With your voice I didn't and Aaron's body. You didn't get a picture with him? <laughs> I didn't get a picture of him. The thing is, is that, and he told us a really funny story. Um, he was 15 when he no played way. Eric. Yeah, it was wow. 1989. Yeah, wow. When that came out. And, like, he he's, like, an attractive guy, but he's clearly, like, older, probably in his, like, how long ago was Little Mermaid? 89. 89. Oh, wow. 15. Can't do math right now. But yeah, that's him. And uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes. So he's, he's 43 years old. Interesting. Something around there, yeah. And very nice guy. And then we started talking about like, oh, did you also do the voices to the sequel movies? And he goes, no, they actually recast me. But it was okay because when they were telling me that they were going to recast me for it, they told me that the reason for it was because apparently they have a kid in the movie yeah and they said that his voice was too sexy to be a dad 
Oh, that, that, that's, the, easy, that's the way to be let down. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I feel like that would be okay. I'd be okay with that. That is a yeah. strange criteria. Like Little Mermaid but 2 yeah. is somewhere free for streaming. And I came home one day and it was on and it looks bootleg as hell. Yeah, oh, right. I wouldn't want to watch it. And then she be, she be, she does the opposite. She goes in the ocean. And to become a mermaid. Yeah. Wait, they twist the kid becomes a mermaid? Yeah, they yeah. twisted it. Did they call it the Littler Mermaid? I want to I think it was just Little Mermaid 2. Where the fish are. Well, that was like a stretch of like a Disney was like, let's just make really cheap sequels <laughs> of everything. Jafar needs glasses. I actually yeah. like... We can't get Ron Williams, but we'll just do someone else do his voice. I didn't mind the Aladdin sequels, like uh, Return of Jafar and then uh, Pr Prince of Thieves. What was it? King of... I don't remember. I don't know. Prince of Thieves. Prince of Thieves. I didn't mind those too much, and maybe it's because those are the only ones I actually watched, but the Little Mermaid one looked like shit. The Pocahontas sequel looked like shit. Can I don't think I've any of these. I was really like Disney deprived mm. as a kid. Prince really. of Thieves. Did Sean Connery do the voice of Aladdin's dad? So the Aladdin sequel of the third one. The third one. one. Prince Aladdin. King Prince of Thieves. Of, King of Thieves. Because okay. Prince of Thieves oh. is Robin Hood, right? Yeah. Robin Hood. Prince of oh, Thieves. Okay, that's probably oh. why the sexy I got one. Uh, no, what did King? Was that? <laughs> what did you want to know? Who was, was his name? His dad. Uh, who did the voice? Is is his dad the Sultan? No. Wait, let me see. I don't know what you're asking me here. I just want to know if if it was. No, it wasn't. But they like brought they brought Connery. Robin Williams back for the third one, but yeah. not the second, which is very strange. Yeah, I think Robin Williams was upset with them, if I recall, if I remember the stories right, uh, in the promotions for the original one that he did not want the genie character or his association right. to be like top line billing for it. Yeah. And Disney did that, so I think he was he didn't want to do the second one because of that. Why That's, wouldn't he want that? Just because it's like using him? Ashamed. Yeah, I think it was a. I, yeah. I, I think Maybe. it was a use thing. Like he just didn't want to be used as like the reason why people went and saw the film or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's I, the I, best I, character I in that movie, though. Like, if I was Disney, I would use the genie absolutely. To well, I think his role movie. was a little bit smaller until they. He just started riffing a million things, and they're like, "Well, we just got to fill the film with this guy." <laughs> True. I could be totally wrong. Internet's gonna prove me right or wrong. I liked Robin Iago Williams. personally. Williams. Oh. Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He, I wonder, I wonder how many of the cast, I know Godfrey did it, but went on and did the voice of the cartoon, the TV series. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, and I'm pretty sure Gilbert Godfrey went on and did it. Pretty sure he's the only one who needed to do it. <laughs> apparently, he, he had to stay busy, right? They're apparently making, and I was asking about this recently, because they just came out with the Beauty and the Beast movie. Um, but apparently they're doing a live action Little Mermaid. Yeah. That'd be really interesting. They're doing Aladdin. And a live action doing Lion King, yeah. which They're doing Lion King. does not make sense because A, there's no humans in that movie. So is it like just... Jungle Book. Yeah. Well, they did. They already did like a Broadway production of Lion King. Yeah, yeah. but they used like people. That's for really that. over the top, though. Like, I, I can't imagine that being in a film. And, yeah. I, I assume it'll be Jungle Book without Mowgli. Is literally, yeah. like, as far as like human interaction in the film, is what it's going to be. I just don't see the point of doing a live action version of a like, cartoon. Oh, I don't see a point of doing any of these films. If it's all CG'd. Like, at yeah. that point, it's just, like, really well animated. Exactly. Well, Beauty and the Beast, like, I haven't seen the film, but a good chunk of it is just Emma Watson wandering around a CG environment, basically, with CG Beast and they, I feel like CG. they did it pretty well. I I have my thoughts about the Beauty and the Beast movie. I don't want to I don't want to ruin anyone from seeing it. I liked it, and I think that it, if you watched Beauty and the Beast as a kid and you like Beauty and the Beast as a kid, you're going to like it as well, especially, like, when they do all the songs and... It's it's really nice to have that like nostalgic feel for it, but they added so many songs to that movie. Oh, really? And if you're gonna add songs to fucking Beauty and the Beast, 
they better be at Beauty and the Beast level. Bring it. And they were not, <laughs> not at all. And so that was like the only part of that movie I think that was like really disappointing to me. I think that's always an odd thing, even with like the Broadway productions, although I think the Broadway productions have done a little bit better where if a show has these songs and then they add songs into it, it just doesn't feel right because there's a flow to what you originally remember of the film. Yeah. So now I, I wish... This is me being a little bit picky. I wish they would stop doing these remakes, but if they want to do something like that, I wish they would go a little bit more of the Maleficent route and tell a story that's not been told. Um, Maleficent was like, not hey, it's kind of like the Wicked story. Right. It's Wicked is the story of, of, of you know, the, uh, the prequel. Alphaba. Yeah. Um, and I like that it's that untold story, but still in the world that you like, you can still get the nostalgic connection yeah. and see all these characters you know. That's why I think it has to be one or the other. If you're going to do pretty much the same story, not shot for shot necessarily, but you have to keep it relatively in the same sequence and the same songs and stuff like that. If you add a lot of stuff, it just becomes like unfamiliar to everyone who is going to see yeah, it. Yeah, it's like commit to something different or commit to the what you're, you're, what you're basing. Doing. Yeah. yeah. So uh, on Twitter here, uh, Llewellyn Daffy D, I don't know how to say that, says that John Reese davies uh, voiced Aladdin's dad. John Reese davies that's the voice. And uh, in looking it up, Dan Castellaneta replaced Robin Williams as yep. the wow. genie okay. in, uh, in, episode, the in uh, sequel. number two. Which and was, they yeah. They said the reason uh, Robin Williams didn't do it is he was upset because he said he did the voice for the movie, but Disney then took the character and overdubbed it with someone else to like sell merchandise and made commercials out of it. Oh, what the uh. fuck? So that's why. And it wasn't until Disney replaced their CEO <laughs> and the new CEO apologized that he agreed to come back. To All right, Twitter, now I need you to find out if Ron Williams did the voice of Genie in the Saturday morning segments of Great Minds Think Alike. Great Minds. Just need oh, you guys. Wow, I don't even know what that is. What does Great Minds Think Alike? Okay, so in, uh, so Saturday morning on, on ABC. Does Great was, Minds Think for Themselves? It's Great Minds Think Alike segments that Genie would talk about. Alan's Genie tells the stories of great historical figures. Yeah, Great Minds Think for Themselves. Oh, oh great, great Minds Think for Themselves. Yeah, okay, Robert Williams, so, the Genie. There you go. Okay, cool. Episodes. I, I, I'm realizing that there's an entire end to uh, uh, certain people that can remember Saturday morning cartoons as being a thing because there was a time when there was a finite amount of cartoons available to watch as a child. And the most of them were Saturday morning from like 6 in the morning to like 10.30. And now... Just turn on Netflix. Cartoons 24-7. Yeah, you can literally watch every trash that is out there. Yeah. Did any of you guys see the Power Rangers movie speaking of I Saturday did. morning no. cartoons? No. No. I fucking loved it. <laughs> you I did. You I liked it so, so much. I heard a lot of good things about it. It is, I'd say this in the best way possible, it is so fucking bad. But like a TV show, you probably, just right? you're just like so fucking into it. You're just like, holy shit! Yeah. Like I'm rolling my eyes so hard, but it's the Power Rangers. I mean, I can't remember what article, what news publication said it, but it was there was a title to review that the review summarized my thoughts pretty hundred percent accurately, and the title was Power Rangers is the worst movie that is easy to love. Yeah, because you it's you can you watch and you go flaws, tons of them, but then you're like over the top acting, yeah, really crazy like. Plot holes. Scenarios. Yeah. Like, Do you think a lot of it's nostalgia? I think it's just, it, it's true to form for Power Rangers for me because Power Rangers, if you're going to describe it in one way, it's cheesy, mm -hmm. way over the top, and like uh, usually unnecessarily to that level. Mm -hmm. And that was the movie. Like, What's it was really impressive about the film is that the Power Rangers, this is not a spoiler, this is kind of letting you know, they're only in the suits for, I think, they clocked at 15 minutes total of the film. Yeah. And 
Well, wasn't that the way that the TV? I, yeah, I never really watched it. Yeah, I it guess it yeah. was. Yeah. It was at the end of the episode. They'd get in their suits, and then even mm-hmm. that was cut short by suit to Zord time. Like they would do their one little fight with the putties, and then they get in their Zords, and you'd see the regular Zords for about five seconds. Then they're like, ah, he got big, and we got to make the, the Megazord. And they made the Megazord, what, what? and that was You sound it. like a crazy person right now. Yeah. <laughs> like just like explaining this to a caveman. Why don't they? Why don't they the just start? In the Megazord to begin with. Why wasn't why wasn't uh Voltron just always in Yeah, like, why not? I know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, why wasn't Captain Planet just always out? You know? <laughs> why did he ever go away? Why wasn't he just constantly fixing the fucking planet? You're just jerking it all the time. Yeah. Like you call him like, oh god damn it, stupid kids. Who cares if that guy could talk to that monkey? Captain Planet needs to come and fix the ozone layer. I, just I thought he was so sexy. Captain Planet. <laughs> he was. I really did. No, like his Sheeny blue hair. No, yeah, I definitely green hair and oh, blue green. skin. Blue skin. I had a really shitty TV. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were colorblind when you were younger. Um, but no, they they really make you wait for it too in this movie. Where oh, like big build you're up. Just like waiting for all this stuff, and then at one point, like the music comes on, and you're just like fucking rocking out. <laughs> <and you're> like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fuck. It was they uh, they they do play the music at one point and. Flaws aside, it just gets you revved up a little because it is a good buildup. The, the movie is a giant crescendo to, you know, kind of like the, the episodes. It's a giant crescendo to the big fight at the end. I also didn't realize that uh, Brian Cranston plays um, Zordon. Zordon. What? He d- like <laughs> I so I knew he did like and, when uh, I read about the casting for the movie. Isn't Elizabeth Will Banks Forte, in it too? Will Forte is uh is Alpha, Alpha? something is like that or Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Bill yeah. Hader. Bill Hader. I'm not the only one with that problem. I see. And it's like all a, those generic yeah. white boy SNL former <laughs> guys. I don't know. Uh, here, let me read this other thing. Here, sorry to interrupt your your Power Rangers. We're going to come back to Power Rangers. Uh, I want to say thanks to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of Rooster Teeth Podcast. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to create a website or online store. They have beautiful, award-winning designer templates, twenty-four-seven customer service, and domains. If you've been thinking about starting your own website or online store, start your free trial today at squarespace.com/roosterteeth. Enter offer code Rooster to get 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace. I was looking at a, a Squarespace website earlier. We were mocking some stuff up here internally uh, using Squarespace because it's so easy. And I was like, that's a, that's a good looking website. It's real easy. Even if you've never made one, go there. I think make everyone should go and try and make a regular website without Squarespace. Yeah. It's just it's for five seconds. Crazy difficult. And yeah. If, just, if you just want to see what it's like, just go there. And just try. You don't have to put, like I said before, wasn't in this copy. You don't have to put in your credit card info and you just check it out. See how it works. It's really, really, really cool. It's kind of annoying how easy Squarespace is. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like when I first started making a website. Like, I think the first website I made was in 94. And it's like... What was the name? What was the domain of the first website it was, you ever built? It was, it was a, no, no, no. It was a, at a, like a university hosted. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was like back when you had like a long URL that like tilde and your username. Oh. So it was like, I remember my... my Username was GS19793, so it was like, who knows, some like long university server slash tilde GS19793. I remember mine. Visualserenity.com. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) I hear scoffing from uh, off camera. Um, Someone on Twitter said the songs in the Beauty and the Beast that they used in the new movie were written by the person who wrote the songs in the original Beauty and the Beast, but they were cut from the movie. Probably cut from the movie for a reason. Just saying. People can make mistakes. Just saying, they probably weren't in the movie because they weren't great. Yeah, that's what I'm always worried. Like whenever there's like, I'm not a big music person, but when like a band puts out an album and then there's like a deluxe version with songs that didn't make it to the album, like those are, prob- those are probably shit. Or like a director's cut of a movie. It's like one hour of footage we saw fit to be cut. Yep. Yeah. 
for a reason. <laughs> yeah, so I'm always I'm always skeptical when I see that. Yeah. So or like the same thing is when you see like the unrated version. It's like that just means that they didn't submit this cut for a rating. It's it not means, like it was rejected. Yeah, it means that they added one more scene of boobs. Not even. Mm-hmm. It could just be a scene of like two people talking. Yeah. It's like it just it just this version was not submitted for a rating. It's like That would be a horrible bait and switch where it's like 20 extra minutes of wholesome footage in the unrated <laughs> version. <laughs> Yeah, because that's, I mean, that's, yeah, you're right, because the definition is is not that it's got racier like stuff. Red it's band. We just didn't submit it, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It I just, it, it just does not was. have a rating. We didn't show it to the imaginary group called the MPAA, who's these random people that can... Because, like, the way they advertise whenever a movie's, like, unrated version, they always put, like, in red, like, unrated, right. like, expecting to say, like, boobs or a lot of sex scenes or something like that, or more raunchy material. Mm-hmm. You ever see there's a... Um, a documentary. It's been a few years since I've seen it. There's a documentary called "This Film Is Not Yet Rated." Yeah, mm-hmm. that talks about like that process that films go through. It's really interesting. If you haven't seen it, whoever's listening or watching, you should absolutely go watch it. Well, I remember. It's, it's really an insight into how crazy the whole process of rating movies is. Well, that's how they did. Like they went through all that with Laser Team, mm-hmm. trying to get a certain rating for it. Yeah, like you can only say "fuck" so many times. Yeah, and, and show boobs so many times, or enough <laughs> certain yeah. parts of boobs. We were we were we were talking about this the other day when we were talking about. Laser Team 2 and talking about like the different ratings you can get. It's like you can use this if you if you want, like we were talking in this hypothetical scenario, if you want a PG-13, you can use a curse word a certain way, but not another way. Yeah. Yeah. I've always thought that's that's pretty silly. Beep. Right. Um. Uh, And it was was really, and then it's like, and then once you, and then you get, I think in PG-13, you also get like one fuck, but then once you cross to R, then it's like unlimited. Mm-hmm. And then it's like a whole other set of criteria. It's not even written down. It's like then you start worrying about nudity and how much you see and what you see. Yeah, yeah I remember reading something about like you can have like basically unlimited boobs for an R rating, but the second you show a wang, like an X or in C seventeen, oh, wow. it's not bad. I mean, it's it's not fair. I yeah. feel bad for uh, total for double yeah. standard. Not enough dongs in movies. There's there's a lot of dong. In, men need uh, another naughty bit to be able to show. No, you yeah. don't. Not really. Um, there's <laughs> more men of, buttholes. A lot of dong in uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I don't know if you guys oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but it's just Jason Siegel's. I know, but it's, it's, it's in there so many times. Is, is it a Muppet dick? The guy loves Muppets. There, no, there's that's a whole Muppet storyline in there. Huh? Have you it, seen that movie? Yeah, it's okay. he the owned vampires, it. Yeah. The Have thing. you seen uh, The Overnight? No. It's a really crazy movie. It's on Netflix. And we were on vacation and we were like, let's just watch a Netflix movie. This looks interesting. It's a really crazy movie. Um, I was like, I'm going to blank on everybody's names. Okay, good. Uh, uh, Jason Schwartzman. Okay. And Ben from Parks and Rec. I always that, forget uh, his Adam name. Scott? Adam Scott. Adam Scott. And some women. One of them is like friends. <laughs> Some women. <laughs> oh, I love them. And they were it, great in that thing. Yeah. Oh, the chick from Orange is the New Black. The, oh, the oh I, I know what movie so, this is. That movie shows a lot of dong, but they're prosthetic dongs and it's hilarious. But that movie is bizarre. Highly recommend checking it out if you have. Was it a prosthetic hour or so. dong in Django Unchained? Oh, when it was yeah. Jamie Foxx's dick? I don't yeah. know. Because that thing was <laughs> it was prosthetic in Boogie Nights. Did I know you watch? That. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Westworld? No. Yeah. Not yet. There is. There pee pee. Maybe oh, the yeah. biggest on-screen dong I've ever seen. I, I love how yeah. they keep referencing it. Like we are putting your talents are not being properly utilized. Yep. And then they they I mean this is not like Bella Hush. 
If we're talking about penises. <laughs> I would invite her up, but she looks dirty. She is. She's a little dirty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they not just, you know, sometimes they show the, the penis in the background or just a little bit in the side. Like this is like, or like a it is the main character of this like, shot. It, what it, the, yeah, the shot doesn't move. What it cuts to is it. It's, it's like episode four or it, five maybe? It was pretty close to the end. It was, it was the end. After West What's her name? World Watch episode Watch four or five of Westworld tonight. <laughs> Watch I think that's the same episode. Watch the whole season where it's it shows a, good show. a guy with a little like pants tent with a boner. Pants tent. Yeah, my favorite kind of tent. Uh, let's see. So yeah, I mean, if you look up, uh, it's the fifth episode. Fifth episode. It's big. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me to watch episode that show has five of Westworld tonight. The most nudity I think of any. Okay. It's casual. Show. Like I thought about that. Yeah. You know. Um, I, I was thinking about it specifically for like Tandy Newton, right? Yeah. Who's, you know, she's uh, an actress who's been in so many things. She's really great. She's awesome in Westworld. Unbelievable. And I, I wonder what that looks like when she receives, you know, that role. It's like, she's like, all right, you know, whatever. I can do this. Like, yeah, you're naked 75% of the yeah, time on like, screen. Lots of close-ups of her nipples. Yeah. Like, I could, if you showed me a lineup, I could pick out Tandy Newton's nipples. Oh, totally. I'm like, like seeing them right now. Yeah, I I, I, I know. Righty, I see it, um, <laughs> and and potentially more than just mm-hmm. boobs too. I mean, who knows what was going on there? But I bet she that, has there, a pubic was, hair stylist like for the show. Yeah, there's. I mean, it was just like she's she does not have clothes. Do any of you watch uh, Last Man on Earth? Yes, mm-hmm. love yeah. that show. I watched it the really, first season. It is really good, but I realized because I was watching that show by myself, and then Aaron came over, and I was like, "Oh, do you mind if I just finish this episode that I started watching?" He's like, "Yeah, go ahead." I realized that show is very weird if you watch just one episode. Totally, it seems like very annoying. Yeah, it's you have to know everything that's kind of built up those characters to that point, how those characters have met the other characters they're with. It is and very why much, they are that yeah, way. Yeah, it's it's a very pyramid building of a of a show. Yeah, and I was like, this is probably a really terrible introduction to the show <laughs> to watch like in the middle of like the third season or something but I, I think i stopped watching after the character showed up who like drove into town in a car in season one yeah it was like it was like the fifth or sixth yeah, person that's pretty early on you yeah. got tired because yeah, they kept like, adding so many yeah, people I was like, oh my god they just keep adding people like, he's clearly not the mass, last man yeah, on I was earth. like, all right I'm, but I'm then done. it turns because he's horrible not if you were the last man on earth oh no. get it they you wouldn't he does such a good job in that one <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I checked out Sorry. Sorry, I tried. Just I, 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 I just can't get into to new stuff. I don't know. I, I don't. I, I can't make that commitment. Like I wanted to try to get into Feud, the the FX. Series. I have that DVR. I haven't watched it. yet. I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, that was good. And I haven't watched another one since. Did you then. watch Legion? I watched. Not done yet. Okay. I watched the first five episodes of Legion. We talked about it. And enjoy the show. We did. And then I I stopped. I haven't really? seen the last like three or four or three. Three. It's good. It's good. I'm not. I'm not caught up yet. It's good. It was but good, and I was re- that was a show I was really enjoying. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't, I don't know, I just can't make the time. I just, I play too many video games, I think. Same. Do you watch Attack on Titan? I'm gonna, Attack on Titan. because season two fan just service started. is gonna do season two. I, I never finished season one, so this is gonna motivate me to finish season one, and I'm gonna watch season two with them. Because I need to watch more anime. I don't, I, I, every time I watch anime, I enjoy it, and I just don't make an effort to insert it into, like, my media consumption. Yeah, me too. Um, but... I'll do it with my because uh, and also I love talking about it with my friends and that kind of thing. So I was just on fan service for the first time uh, for their Brag finale. About it. I know I was excited. Well, it's like they were talking about Attack on Titan, which is the only anime I've seen, but I know it very well. So they had me on, and uh, season two just started this weekend, and I'm excited to see it. There's a new feature one coming out in at an Alamo. The anime, 
what's oh, it's such a terrible story to start off something like that. <laughs> There's another feature anime that I kind of want to go see because I want to see more anime action in theaters. I love theater experience. That's my favorite thing. Like that's yeah. how I watch things the most. Is I love feature going to movie theaters. Anime. Um, and so whenever they show something like that in a theater, I want to make sure I make an effort to go see it. Is there a theater you could bring Clem to? Kind of Alamo Draft House on like Tuesday mornings yeah, does baby night. Baby, baby morning, baby. Oh, but baby like morning. you know, I'm at work then, so it's yeah, it sucks. You should just like take off Tuesday mornings to work yeah. from home. But then I'm like, well, fuck. If I'm gonna take a Tuesday morning off, I'm gonna send her ass to daycare and do something <laughs> I want to do. You know, so <laughs> true enough. True, truth. And yeah, Alma's actually really strict. Like, no children under the age of six are allowed. Uh, like ever, all. right? Yeah, like even if it's like you know. Boss baby. You just, you can't take it. God, used, used to boss be 18. baby. All right, this is going to be a problem. Hmm? 18. Sorry, I just got found out. The AC team that was installing the AC in my apartment, they broke the lock. My apartment complex is had to switch the lock, put the new key in my mailbox. My mail key is in my apartment. <gasps> Ooh. And their office closes right now. You need to go? We're, we're wrapping this up No, right I'm now. like, I'm like. You're screwed regardless. I'm far away from my apartment. Shit. So I'm 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 gonna just do a quick call. Good thing you and have I'll Bella be right with back. You. <laughs> right, well, let's let's wrap this up. We'll, we'll give you a chance to get your call. Uh, thanks everyone for watching. Um, John Reisinger is making a stop now. Uh, <laughs> I just, so, <laughs> don't say that. I'm not. not I didn't mean to do no, this. It's six thirty. We'll see you guys next I'm going to your Love house. You. Bye. Bye. No, you're not. Oh my God. What are they?